Hey guys, welcome back to the No Holds Barred Network with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host as always, the queen of the indies. And today's special guest is my good friend, Conan Lycan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited that you can join me on the Under the Ropes series here. So it's been a while that we've been wanting to get you on. So thank you again. Thanks for having me. Uh, so guys, if you're new to the No Holds Barred Network with the Under the Rope series here, I interview everything independent wrestling, wrestlers, uh, referees, promoters, behind the scenes, anything independent wrestling, I got you covered. Uh, if you guys have questions for Conan, I'm sure he'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions. So please drop them into the chat. Hi guys, I see you in the chat so far. Hey Chad, hey good cop, bad cop, what's going on? So... Uh, yeah, so you know what? We're going we're gonna to dive right in. Everybody that I usually have on the podcast, I always like to learn a little bit more about them. So I always like to go back to basics. And I always like to ask about how did you get into professional wrestling? How did I get into professional wrestling? Um, so I don't know. I've, I've said it a million times before. It's just like me and my mom, like I was like, three years old and my dad owned nightclubs and stuff like that so like he would be at work and all that stuff and me and my mom would just sit down and watch wrestling and i just i was obsessed with it and like it just i never like a lot of the a lot of people like grew out of it and stuff like Mm -hmm. when we got to like high school and everything but like not me like i was playing football and everything but still like i love wrestling like i just it was it was just what i loved and then yeah I just, I never grew out of it. It's just always been my thing. What was like your favorite thing about it? Uh, honestly, I don't even like, just like the stories and everything. Cause like I was, I'm a nineties baby. So like, I was like the attitude era and all that stuff. Like everything was just so high energetic and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Like I, I wasn't ever into like superheroes and stuff like that. Like I wasn't into any of those Marvel things that everyone's into and all that stuff. And like those guys like in WWE were my superheroes. Like, as cliche as it sounds like that's that's who i looked up to and who i wanted to be like and everything like that so yeah it's just everything about it though like the pyro the stories the the energy like it was just all just amazing so do you remember like the first independent show that you went to as a fan that's (laughs) so that's a little different (laughs) so that was that was honestly not until like a recent thing like I didn't know what the indies were mm-hmm. like, and a lot of people make fun of me because of that stuff. But like, I, I mean, I knew they existed, but I was never like an indie type person. Like a lot of people were fans of all these different people and stuff like that. And then when I got trained in 2018, the, the end of 2018, that was when I got like my first glimpse of what the independents were even like. I didn't even know it was like this. So that's why it's like, yeah, I'm fairly still new to this, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I remember what it was like, and it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a very credible place. So I was like, "What is this?" You know. But, <laughs> That's a, I feel like like a lot of people feel, I especially me, because I feel you. Like I, I feel like I've only been watching like the independent scene in the last like seven, eight years. I think I didn't even yeah. know it existed. Um, so it's a magical place, as I like to call it. This is why I love doing these interviews with everybody because it's really interesting to see where. 
you know, where your mindset has has been. So yeah. Um, so let's talk about Black and Brave. I mean, you trained there. You trained with Seth Rollins. I mean, we've had JT, uh, JT Energy on the podcast. We talked about it with him a little bit. So I'd love to talk to you a little bit about your experience. How was the training? Did you expect it to be like that? Like, give us give us a little bit on it. Uh, well, when I left, um, I was just getting done playing Division One football. So I was like, oh, this is going to be this is going to be cake because like I've been wrestling like in my backyard with my friends my whole entire life. And like I knew how to do everything. I just didn't expect it to be as taxing as it was. Like as soon as you get there, like you got to go through this this test to get into the school and all that stuff. And it's it's just it's hell. Like I thought it would be easy compared to everything that I've done with sports and all that stuff. But just like the hours and hours and hours of CrossFit on top of like just just feeling all beat up and everything like that. It's just, it was, it was tough. But for me, honestly, I did make an easy transition from football to wrestling. Like I said, like I, I've been doing this stuff like my whole life. So like it was, it was pretty easy to like take bumps and do everything that I do. But uh, yeah, it was black and brave. Honestly, like it was the best decision I ever made in my whole entire life to go there. Like they, they really start from from scratch with everyone and uh if you really love wrestling like they're gonna they're gonna weed out the people that think they love wrestling and they're just fans Mm -hmm. colby seth has said before like that's fine too like there's a place for everyone in this business but in the ring it takes a certain person and uh yeah it's it's it was such a good time. Like I, I made some of my, some of my closest friends were in my class. And so I lucked out with that, uh, Benj, Benjamin Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, that's now Nate, Nathan Fraser yeah. for, uh, NXT UK, uh, Solomon Tupu, uh, Campbell Myers. There's a bunch of people, but yeah, I just, I really love black and brave and it, it really helped me out a lot. It was just the best place to go. It's so cool. Like it's really neat. <laughs> so I was like, it's exciting to like hear like, I think when I got back into wrestling, that's like where like Seth Rollins was like my favorite. I don't really watch WWE anymore, uh, but Seth Rollins was kind of like the cling on for me to like when I got back into wrestling from so many ages ago. Um, so it's really interesting to watch you guys. And like I know a bunch of you, like I see a whole bunch of you even like in person that has worked there. But like, how's that transition, right? Like from going, like you said, like football to CrossFit, yeah. like how hard like the between the difference of like what you're regularly training to do to switch it up to crossfit well it's like i mean i'm a bigger guy too so it's like a lot of the body weight and the movements and all that stuff it's not like like when i go and when i was playing football and stuff like that and yeah i've i've weight lifted since i was 13 so like nothing was really hard to me but the compound movements are usually bench squat deadlift power clean stuff like that but to go to crossfit mm-hmm. at my body weight and do all those pull-ups muscle-ups all that stuff like that it was it was tough and i was like geez but i could understand why um seth does that because it does translate to the ring very well mm-hmm. but um yeah i did it for those those times that i was in class and then not much after that like i just i just moved home from iowa actually but uh i would do a crossfit workout with him and becky every now and then but that is definitely not something that I like to do uh, throughout the week. I like just doing uh, regular like bodybuilding movements and stuff like that. But. What's one of the hardest parts about it? Um, I would have to say, I mean, I don't know. The, the running, like compared to like, um, 
there's just certain workouts where you got like the time caps and stuff like that, where you got to be a certain time and everything like that. And when you're sitting there and you are just like thinking about it, like I'm 260 pounds, I still got to pull myself up this many times. And then I got to run over there that many times. And then I got to come over here and do rows. And then it's just, it was just awful. It's like, it's like being blown up in the ring times 10. Like you just, you're burning the whole time. Everything hurts. Yeah. Oof. My goodness. I give you guys credit. Like I could never do it. So it's like, and we've had wrestlers come on here and they talk about like the cardio is like one of the hardest factors. And that's like what you really need to work on. If you're looking to get into wrestling is cardio. So, oh yeah. So, oof. uh, I see you guys in the chat. We're going right into these questions. All right. So I'm going to read some of these questions. Some of them were actually in mine. So I'm going to mix them for you. Uh, Jeff says, big fan of yours. Thought, thought, uh, thoughts on your matches from hybrid wrestling. What do you think of their product? Hybrid wrestling is, I think, I think it's one of my favorite, most favorite places to ever work and stuff like that. Uh, Mike's doing a great job over there and, uh, and Brett and, and everything like that. It's just, I, I love that place. And, I just I want to be on every single show that I could be on for them because it's just the way it's ran, very respectful, very nice in the locker room and all that stuff. It's it's a good time and uh, the matches has been going pretty well. So, yeah, it's a great great promotion. I got to be there in Atlantic City. I like, you know, it's funny because like I was going to talk about this match, but let me go into the the fan tweet as well. And I I see your question in the chat. Good cut back up, but let me go with your fan tweet since we're talking about hybrid. Uh, he goes, I wanted to watch a coded match before the interview and saw hybrid wrestling on YouTube. Aces Low had a match with Matt Mikowski. Awesome. The whole card was stacked. I will definitely be watching the whole event later. What other matches of yours would you recommend? From just hybrid or just matches of mine at all? I think he's, I think overall. Um, well, me and Jimmy Lloyd at hybrid pretty well. Uh, me at uh, JCW opening day with Steve Manders. Um, I really like that match a lot. That was actually my favorite match that I was ever in. Um, and then probably the match that I had with Steve this past weekend at uh, Hybrid was was pretty good too. So Really, but, really uh, great match. I love that, that it's on YouTube as well, yeah. that they we're getting a lot of this, that if you guys aren't paying for apps, you can watch a lot of these promotions on YouTube. Um, I mean, I could talk about your match with Matt Mikowski, uh, who we've had on the podcast as well. I love Matt Mikowski. Um, and you guys had an amazing match together. You guys have great chemistry. Can we talk a little bit about that? Like from, you know, your eyes of that? Oh yeah, of course. So just tell us like anything, anything that comes to your mind with it. Matt, Matt, Mikowski is he's a really good dude but yeah he it, that was tough he he's just he's a real he's a real MMA guy like he's put me in all these different positions and stuff like that that I'm like oh shit I, I'm not used to this at all like usually people are in there and like we're just slamming the hell out of each other and I'm throwing people around and stuff like that but that dude uh yeah he really he knows what he's doing and everything like that so it was tough but I ended up getting the W and uh went really well but um yeah, he's a good guy. I definitely got a lot of respect for him. Uh, he's he's the best. He's great. How is that like with, you know, there's so much different styles of wrestling out there. And, like, you focus on your own 
And then you're working like Matt Mikowski, who's pretty much MMA base, which we talked about with him as well. But like, there's that. And then you have all different kinds of types of wrestling. Like, how is that transition from how you wrestle to like, even like somebody who's like high flying or like bigger than you? Like, how difficult um, is that? It's, it's, it's always a test every time I go out there and stuff like that, because everyone's so different, you know, right. and I, uh, I definitely have my certain style that I like to work and everything like that. And I got to stay, uh, I got to stay true to what I do, right. but, um, I, I do find it like fun to go out there and be like, okay, this person's good at this. So how can I, how can I change this and, and make it into what I do and everything like that? How can I adjust? How can I, you know, like get up on this person so it's it's definitely a test and uh it's just it's nerve-wracking at times but when you pull it off and you're walking back and everything worked out well it's you feel like you got better you know so it's it's cool to go out there and work guys like steve manders matt mikowski uh camel myers like everyone everyone is so different yeah and it's uh it's just it's really cool because it changes things up honestly like it's it's a good thing that it's that way because if everyone's the same i don't know how many different things i could come up with you know so yeah it like yeah. tests you to make you better too i feel like and then like you learn out of it as well i'm sure from every yeah. person that you get in the ring with um good good cop back cop says oh crap forgot about that thought i forgot to ask the question definitely forgot to go back and watch it he goes i just finished reverse the curse and watching action while i'm listening to you guess i need to go watch the hybrid show sh straight after now before i forget again <laughs> hybrid's great like definitely definitely check it out um he has another question for you he goes oh crap forgot about that thought i forgot to ask a question oh i'm sorry would conan be an anagram he does this to everybody, just so you know. He does. He loves messing with everybody on my podcast. Uh, would would Conan be an anagram of no cam? As a bigger wrestler, is there a move you would like to be able to do but simply no can do? Ooh, that's an interesting one. <laughs> Honestly, and, like, I know a lot of people are going to be like, there's no fucking way, but um, I could... I could pretty much do anything. I could do a 630. And, like, a lot of people, like, just because I haven't done it yet on shows, because also I'm not trying to break my neck. Yeah. I, like, it's not <laughs> like I'm in front of WrestleMania right now. But, yeah, I'm 6'2", 260, and uh, there's really not much I can't do. It's very weird to me and everyone else. And, like, I know it, like, I'm not bragging in any type of way. It's just when I was a little kid, I had a trampoline. I'd screw around and stuff like that. And all those movements, I never forgot how to do. It was like riding a bike to me. So that's why it's easy for me to just like do all the flips and stuff that everyone's seeing now that they're impressed with, mm -hmm. which I'm glad because I, I really feel like I was meant to do this. But uh, yeah, there's there's not much that I can't do. Maybe like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they, they, they too. <laughs> It'll come up. It'll like randomly... Uh... It'll come to you if there's something. <laughs> um, JCW is another promotion dear to my heart. It's another favorite promotion. Uh, you know, so let's go a little deeper. Let's talk about opening day, which was so huge for everybody. It's like JCW's back. Like, here we go. And I feel like JCW has been killing it. Like every, I mean, I was just there Sunday. Uh, and it just keeps getting like better and better and better. But like, you got to be like, one of the first shows of them coming back like how cool was that for you 
Yeah, it was awesome. That was uh, it was a hot crowd, and uh, me and Steve, like I said, I had one of the best matches of my life with him. And uh, yeah, it was it was a really good time and all that stuff. Uh, hoping I could be a part of it again sometime soon. Yeah. So you would you fight him like again? Would you like to have like another rematch with him? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that that's definitely gonna happen at, at some point. But yeah, there's there's so many people there that I would like to work like. Marcus Mathers, uh, I I can't wait to have a match with that kid. And, I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but when it does, I'm sure it's going to be something to uh, remember. But, yeah, he's he's definitely someone I got my sights on and stuff like that. But, yeah, there's a, there's a good group of guys over there. No, nah, they definitely are. I feel like um, the nice thing with JCW, that we'll get into GCW after, uh, I feel like JCW has definitely brought a lot of – new fans and i'm sure you probably got a lot more fans like because i wasn't so much aware of you either i feel like until you know like these weekends uh with hybrid and jcw um so it's nice where you know again like be here uh in new york i live in new york so going to like new jersey and you seeing all these like new people that you didn't even see so i'm yeah. sure you gained like a lot of new fan base as oh, well yeah. um from that so, but I'm, I'm here for you and Marcus Batters. Marcus Batters is one of my faves. Like, he knows I love him to death. Like, he's just, he's just killing it. Um, yeah. So then we got GCW. GCW is great. I mean, Brett knows what he's doing. I know Brett's, like, one of his favorite things is scramble matches. Uh, yeah. So I particularly want to go and talk about Jimmy Lloyd's Z Generation F. Uh, which you were yeah. part of with uh, Gabriel Sky, Hunter Drake, Levi, Ninja Mac, and American Beetle. Like, nuts. Nuts. So, yeah. like, talk to how it is, like, being in a scramble match and working with all these guys. Like, you got a lot of high flyers there. Like, how is that? Oh, man. It, we were the first match of, like, to start off, like, the collective. So we were all trying to go out there and just kill it. And we, <laughs> we, uh, kind of overshot on some things, you know, yeah. um, I almost killed American beetle. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I'm still sorry about that. And then, uh, it's cool because, uh, Gabriel sky got me back because I, we jumped off a 12 foot wall through some doors, mm -hmm. but, uh, no, nah, it was great. It was awesome going down there in Tampa with all, all the fans like that whole week was just mania week was amazing and uh to be a part of jimmy's show and all that stuff it was uh, it was a really good opportunity for me and uh yeah i'm just i'm hungry for more it was it was always a it was a great time and uh i hope i hope we get to do it again soon yeah scrambles scrambles are scrambles are good like it's you, you got it's like a little melting pot there so it's like you could do a little bit of everything mm -hmm. with uh with like all the people that are there and all that stuff mm -hmm. so uh it's a little tough to to navigate and win one of those things but um it's definitely cool to be and get your get your stuff and show people showcase your skills you know yeah yeah that's how i definitely feel i feel like everybody shows out a little bit and it's just like a big way to pop the crowd very hard yeah. uh yeah. i personally love scrambles very very much so great um Good cop, bad cop says, but being uh, 260, you should do 620 instead of 630. Watching now, I can see when that move drops. <laughs> You're a mess. Uh, Devin in the chat says, we need Marcus versus Conan at hybrid. April says, faves. 
And actually, you know what? Since Devin brought this up, I wanted to talk a little bit this with you as well. He says, also, congrats on the AEW episode. So it's so cool even for me to watch people that I watch in the indies and even get, like, shots with AEW. It's so exciting. Um, So many people we've had on the podcast got to, uh, you know, be on Dark or Elevation. But tell us a little about your experience with AEW and all that it was it was amazing it was it was something that uh popped up i know a lot of those guys saw my stuff um on my instagram and all that and were impressed so i got invited out and all that stuff and it was it was a really good time it was a great environment um definitely opened my eyes on a lot of things and and put uh put some certain things in perspective for me because uh it's just that's a great company right there and uh i'm happy i should be I don't know if I should even say it. I should be going back soon. So we'll, uh, we'll see how all that stuff pans out. I don't want to, you know, talk too much about it, but yeah. That was cool also too, like to see like the photo, like I love it. The promo pics that I'm seeing from everybody. It's, it's so neat uh, to see their, their cam guy take all these gorgeous photos. Um, and oh, I'm always yeah. going to give credit to like all the photographers out there in the indie scene as well. But like you guys kill it. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, so important to uh, the whole scene. Uh, Mike's in the chat. He goes, the Spanish fly through the door was sick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mike from Hybrid. It hurt bad. So. Oof. <laughs> What's been like the hurt, like the boat, the spot that like hurt the worst that you're like, oh, God, I'm not doing this again. Because I'm sure there's spots. I would do it again. But it was definitely that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would do it again just for the simple fact that, like, it kind of popped off on Twitter that day. And mm-hmm. it got me a lot of new people, like, looking at me and all that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it hurt. Like, it, there was just no way around it. It was, like the, it was like the doors weren't even there. And I went straight to the cement. And, like, yeah. Oof. That, that... <laughs> <laughs> oof. Oof. Well, I know, like... Uh... A question that like a lot of people always like to ask because like I have different variety that comes onto this podcast and I do get a lot of deathmatch wrestlers on this podcast. Would this be something that you would ever consider doing or like no stay away, I do it, I'm not touching deathmatch wrestling, <laughs> like Um I've kind of shifted like on that, like when I first like I think I could watch deathmatches all day. I think they're cool mm-hmm. as shit, but like uh I never was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, ne- I'm never going to do that. Like, I just, I don't mess with like the glass and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to get, you know, barbed wire stuck in my hair. Cause I've seen it happen to Atticus and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, I'd be screwed. I got curly hair. That thing, I would have to rip it out. But, um, I don't know. Like I, I, I think about it now and I'm like, maybe I got one in me. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I got one just to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how everything plays out. Maybe it has to be like a stipulation death match or something. Like it has to have like only yeah. certain certain things in it because we see yeah. like a lot of that. I'm down with all the hardcore stuff, and mm-hmm. like I wish every single match of mine could be. I could use doors, tables, ladders, chairs, every, everything. But like, obviously, I draw the line at like glass and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm always I'm always down with that stuff. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe once. I'll, I'll give it a shot and we'll go, we'll go all balls to the wall with all that stuff. So we'll see, but, uh, it's gotta, it's gotta mean something. Yeah. No, I like that. I respect that. I think we've had a couple of wrestlers come on here and they said it's gotta mean something like a story driven line, 
to where you get to that end point of like a death match, which is which is great too. Um, yeah. Do you have any pre-match rituals? Um, I don't really know. I mean, I just freak out a bunch, honestly. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, I know people listen to music and stuff like that, but I'll sit there and I'll go in the corner and I'll think of everything and try to just like slow everything down and stuff like that because i know my breathing starts getting all crazy i get so nervous it's crazy it's like i've never acted like this for like football games i would get nervous but it would be more of like a more of like a a confidence thing and all that stuff like or like i know i'm gonna go out there and just beat the shit out of people but like now i'm just like i really really want to do well because i how much i i I care about it and i love it and i want it to be the best product every time i go out there because you're only as good as your last match so like I want to, I want to go out there every single time and show out and show out. And it doesn't always happen that way. Mm -hmm. And like a lot, a lot of wrestlers know and stuff like that. Not a lot of things go according to plan and you got to change and and adapt and all that stuff. But, uh, those are mostly what's going through my head before the match. But, uh, I, I really sit there, honestly, like I, I freak out. That's what it is. And then I go out there and do it. And afterwards I feel like a million dollars when everything works. And, uh, I think that's why I'm so addicted to it. But, uh, yeah, you know, everything, I'm just, I'm still learning. Like, my match that I had with Steve this past weekend was my 22nd singles match ever. So, like, yeah, a lot wow. of people think that I've been doing this a lot longer, but I may have been trained a long time. But right. the opportunities haven't really rolled out for me as uh, as shocking as that is to hear because of the way I look and everything. Not to be cocky, but a, a person of my caliber that looks this way and does the things that I do should get more opportunities. But that's more on the political side of things that I don't really fuck with, but, uh, we won't get into that. Okay. Okay. So, um, that's just like crazy. So like, again, it's like still new experience. And like, again, you've been big fan of wrestling. And like you said, you were <laughs> of the nineties. Uh, we've had Amy Leon recently. We were talking about, you know, the involvement of wrestling, you know, here was someone that was in the eighties wrestle nineties. Like it's, it's, it's nuts. And even for like women's wrestling, and what's also big, and I'm a big fan of, is intergender wrestling as well. Is this something that, you know, you would love to try? Like, is it something, like, is there somebody in your brain that, like, oh, like, I want to have that intergender match with? Like, No, honestly, I... <laughs> I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't find myself to do it, and it's nothing on the. I think I think women's wrestling is amazing right now. I think they're really killing it. But uh, just for me, like I think about it in this way, where I'm like, if I'm this big, and then I go in there and either I beat a girl or get beat by a girl, that discredits everything that I do, because it's like uh, I'm beating a girl, but again, six two two sixty. So it's like you should, and there's nothing to be proud about there. And then if I get beat, then I just look like a bitch, you know? So like, (laughs) (laughs) there's, I can't really win on this. uh, this But Hey, I mean, I think all the girls are killing. I freaking, I I love that. It's not so much of let's go out there and show some skin and get fans in that way. where like, they're actually going out there now competing, beating the shit out of each other and being athletic, athletic specimens. Like I, I love that. Like wrestling is so cool nowadays. And, uh, so kudos to them, but uh, 
yeah, I don't, I don't think I want to get in there and uh, throw hands with any any chicks anytime soon. No, so. I respect that. I get that. I mean, like, I'm sure there's a lot of people like, you know, feel like the same way. So it's just, it just nudged the evolvement of of wrestling. Um, so like, I want to manifest some stuff because you never know what happens on this podcast. Sometimes things get like talked about and then they wind up happening into the world of wrestling. So it's like me being a podcaster. I'm never going to be a promoter. So if promoters want to book these matches for me, like, hello, let's do it. So, um, let's start with this. Let's start. Is there a type of match that you would love that's on like your bucket list, you know, to have? Like, whether it's, like, a no-ropes match or, you know, an Iron Man match. Is there, like, a type that, you know, like, I have to cross off my bucket list? Um, I really want to get in the cage. Um, I want to have a cage match. Uh, and I have had a TLC match before, but I definitely want to do one again. It was one of the funnest matches I've ever had. But, um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really into that stuff. Because, like, when I was growing up, like, with, like, the Hardy Boys and all that stuff, like... TLC was where it's at and I feel like so like I'm doing all this crazy stuff now that people are seeing and that's just in regular matches and stuff like that we throw some ladders and stuff like that and they're like the sky's the limit you know so I, I'm really really waiting to have like one of those in the near future because uh, it'll definitely give some people stuff to talk about but um, that cage match basically trying to just do different things now because it will give me more experience but uh it's really it yeah okay okay so again like it's nuts wrestling's constantly changing right and we always have like you know people getting signed every day you know uh you know we're getting new kids into the world of indies like they're getting younger and younger younger too which is nuts i mean we have nick wayne who's 16 years old you know we have billy starks who's 16 you know and then you have like again like we were talking like marcus matters who's like 18 years old uh but come on let's put it out there like is there anybody any you know even a vet or you know is there anybody like i need to get into the ring with or like they've caught me so much like i need uh, to get into the ring with there's three people that really stand out and it's like, I, I really hope this happens within the next year. But, um, so Marcus, like I, I would love that Atticus. I would really love that. And Alex Zane, like I, I really like, I've always wanted to face Alex. And then when he got signed and everything and left, I was like, okay, well shit, that ain't going to happen at least on this stage right now. And then now that he's back and everything like that, I'm like, this is a possibility. And hopefully it happens soon. But yeah, so it'd be Marcus, Atticus, and Alex Zane, and Oof. I'm uh, I'd be good with that. Like those guys are awesome, and I really think I could do some cool stuff with them. So Oof. yeah, I just want to throw that into like a four way <laughs> right now because like <laughs> like I'm just like okay. thinking about it between Marcus wrestling Atticus. I've been dying for Marcus and Alex Zane to wrestle and i know april you're listening in the chat and she's gonna be like okay well you know i love alex zane like i like you're her fave as well so it's like okay we're gonna fight meet her uh if you guys get into a singles just so you know so you're gonna hear a lot of screaming between me and my friend april um, but i could i could see this as like a four-way and this would I be would love that it would be <laughs> sick but just be careful of the skewers from Atticus. <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm not afraid to get stabbed up. Okay, but. cool. <laughs> 
Uh, let me read some love into the chat. Uh, Devin says, Manders versus Conan would be great in a death match. April says, oof, that'd be a hard watch for me. Manders and Conan's match are already uh, beasts. Uh, Devin says, I think a Manders versus Conan 3 needs to be in Texas bull rope match. Ooh. Yes, yeah, someone someone make that happen because, all right, Steve beat me at JCW. Mm-hmm. They just beat me at Hybrid, yeah. which in in um, in the past, like, okay, he's too up on me. You don't get that rubber match and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. This ain't going to be a rubber match. I just want Lycan Manders 3 because I need to prove that I can beat him because I almost had him. I was this close. But, you know, Steve's been doing this for a while and all that stuff, so mm-hmm. it, it, it was tough. It was tough, but um, I think – I think I know what to do next time. So it needs to happen. Someone needs to book that. Oof, oof. Take your notes, promoters out there. I like, I know you listen. Uh, Devin also says, Conan versus Atticus in a cage would be sick. Oof. There you yeah. go. There, There's your cage match, because that would be crazy. Oof. I'd love it. I'd love it. Oh, man. Uh, you never know. Like I said, you never know. Things happen on this podcast. Um so we have a fan tweet from our friend Conrad from Everything Pro Wrestling. He goes, what is the biggest life lesson you always come back to? All right. Just going to get a little deep here. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's get deep. <laughs> so um, a lot of people don't know this, especially in the wrestling world. But um, so about 10 years ago, actually, to the day, um, I was hospitalized for six and a half months. I was actually supposed to die. And that sounds really dark saying that, but it's the truth. Um, I had an infection in my spine and uh, it was eating the cartilage in my spine. And it was within within maybe like an hour or so of touching my spinal cord, which when it went straight to my brain and killed oh, me. Wow. And uh, I'm one of the first people in the world to have this. So the doctors didn't know what to do. And they were kind of scrambling. I had emergency surgery, all this stuff. And um, yeah, it was uh, it was a very tough time. Six and a half months, nine hours a day on uh, IV. And, uh, I used to lay there at night and, uh, this isn't for sympathy or anything. This is just facts, but, uh, I would lay there at night and I would text my friends and tell them that I love them and I'm going to miss them. And I would, my mom would sit next to my bed. She would hold my hand. And, uh, I used to always tell my mom, I was like, if I stop breathing, when I go to sleep, I'm sorry. And, uh, the, the point of all that is, um, there's, there's always there's someone out there right now. There's someone out there right now in a hospital, laying in a bed, praying for the opportunity that you have every single day. And, and, and that's the truth. Like I used to lay there and be like, this is it. I'm 16 now. And I have I, this is all I had to live for. Like, I'm, I'm going to die and all that stuff. And it was it was it was hard times. But uh, I feel like I've been on borrowed time ever since. And uh, I got a second chance at life. And now every single day, like I don't, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't, I don't care about any of that. The only thing I really want to do is be successful and uh, live my dreams with wrestling. And uh, I think about that every single day of my life. That there's someone out there right now, just laying in a hospital that, as they don't know if they're going to be able to get out of that predicament. And uh, I'm lucky enough to have gotten through that, and uh, I get to wake up every single day and do what I love, which is wrestling, working out, all that stuff. So. Uh, Always remember that it's all about perspective, and a lot of people don't. They they kind of just, they kind of just, they really don't think about that stuff, but because uh, they think it's it'll never happen to them. But uh, uh, life's precious, so. No, so you know, thank you for sharing that. Like that's deep, definitely deep. Yeah. Thank you, Conrad, for uh, your question. 
Um, wow. <laughs> um, so I want to talk because I love I love to ask about tattoos. I mean, I have a bunch of tattoos. Uh, and you have a bunch yourself. So I would love to know, like, some, you know, like behind, you know, like some inspirations of like, what's the meaning? Like, you know, are there going to be more? Like, what's your favorite? Oh, yeah. Um, so I got my right arm is basically all everything has to do with like my family and stuff like that. And then everything else absolutely is just I just thought it was cool, so I got it. But, like, I don't know. This is, like, I have this bear on my forearm that's really nice and, like, a wolf on my shoulder and all that. And then I got my leg done as well. Um, yes, there will be more. My mom's probably going to listen to this and be pissed off and stuff like that. I don't even know why she cares anymore. But, uh, yeah, it's I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to think I'm going to do, like, everything, like, throat down. And uh, I don't know. I'm just obsessed. I love tattoos. It's There's definitely going to be a lot more. So They're addicting. So, Right? Like, it's one of those things. It's like, once you start, like, yeah, you just yeah. you keep going. <laughs> I've always wanted, like, I always wanted, like, tattoos and stuff growing up. And then after I got my first one, I just jumped right into it. Sleeve. I got a sleeve. And then I got my leg sleeve. And then I was like, screw it. And got another sleeve. Now I got, like, my chest and everything starting to go. So I'm going to I'm gonna fill everything up eventually. So I just, I got to have the time and money. It's really tough between wrestling shows though because you got to heal i'm not trying to get an infection again you know so yeah no yeah i get it sorry mom <laughs> sorry mom yeah sorry you know what it is it is i i think a lot of us are get like that it's like really another tattoo again like i kind of deal and it's just it's addicting if you have one you understand you just keep wanting and i keep saying my last one's my last one and then poof a new one appears so i, I definitely feel you so Interesting. Um, all right. So like, cause April's asking me, she wants me to ask you this bear question. Um, because she has this like thing. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to throw you under the bus, April. I'm sorry. If you're, you're going to like message me and ask me to ask of this. So the whole thing is like, we always like say like, you know, being single. Right. And like, you know, when some of the guys that are out there and it's like, Oh, you know, like whatever, like they're like wusses or whatever like that. But would you ever fight a bear? Like she always says that she wants to be with a guy who could fight a bear for her. So like. Ever. Would I ever fight a bear? <laughs> uh, I mean. <laughs> no. No. Like, okay, this leads me to my question. I always ask people, I'm saying, yo, who's going to win in a fight? A bear, a grizzly bear or a gorilla? And I think a grizzly bear would absolutely beat the shit out of a gorilla. People don't think that, but I do. I think a grizzly bear would absolutely kill a gorilla. And those things are like a million times stronger than me, so I would definitely get worked. So no, I'm not going to face a bear, ever. <laughs> she has this thing with the bear. It's the most funniest thing. Oh, man. A good cop, bad cop says, like, Bear Bronson. Okay, so does that count? Like, April, like, let me know. Like, does that one count? Would you fight Bear Bronson? <laughs> I'm dead. I can't. You guys are ridiculous in my chat right now. Um, Kylie Hamilton's in the chat. So who got you into wrestling? I know we touched a little base. Maybe you want to like, and, uh, you know, go a little bit more, um, you know, for Kylie in the chat just now. Okay. So I don't know what you mean by this. Cause this is go one or two ways. Uh, who got me into wrestling when I was a little kid, I would say either Jeff Hardy, triple H, the rock. Uh, I don't know. They were all freaking great back then. Like it was just, whatever but uh actually got me into wrestling funny story it always it brings me back to steve manders again which is crazy 
Um, I, my teammate in high school for football went to the University of Iowa to play football. I went and I was playing the University of Albany here home, and I just didn't want to do this anymore. I didn't want to play football anymore. So I was like, I need to figure out how I'm going to get trained and start wrestling and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. My buddy that was out in Iowa played with Steve. Steve was training at Black and Brave. I got a phone number through that. I got in touch with Seth. They invited me out. I moved out to Iowa and never looked back. So, uh, honestly, Steve Manders was, uh, he was, he was the one that really like closed that gap for me and, and helped me out and got me in that spot. So, uh, I'm really grateful for that guy. Mm-hmm. I still want to beat him. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I love that. Um, another like fun question that I always like to ask everybody that comes on here, like you guys travel a lot. Um, oh, and yeah. I know like you guys travel in packs sometimes, like it's that. So I'd love to hear one of your favorite road trip stories. <laughs> I don't know if I can say some of the craziest stuff on it, but <laughs> I'll keep it like whatever there. I mean, there's been like. My friend Tup- Solomon Tupu, uh, that dude totaled his car by hitting deer. And then the very next time we get back on the road, which is crazy because we're going to JCW opening day when this happened. We're driving through the night. We're in like, we're in like Pennsylvania. It's middle of the night, and <laughs> there's a truck in front of us, and it wiped out. Like I'm telling you right now, like we were just going down the road. It hit an entire family of deer, like, like eight of them. Oh my like God. they went. They went flying everywhere right in front of us. And we were going like 80 behind the guy. And this big ass deer landed like flat right in front of us. And we hit it. <gasps> and we were screaming. We like we had to pull over and everything. We thought we were like, that is it. We ain't going to make it to the show and all that stuff. But yeah, like <laughs> that was pretty wild. But um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It, like all, they were all like crossing at the same time oh, or something. Oh, no. It, it was like no. it was like bowling pins. Oh no! Okay, I should not know. Like that's and, so sad. And, and actually, I don't know what it is with me, but uh, actually, when I was coming home from AEW the other night, mm-hmm. um, I'm driving, and I don't know how this even happened because this is the second time in my life that has happened. Middle of the night, driving through Massachusetts, a hawk flew down, and I crushed it. It like in the middle of the night, it just flew right in front of me. Oh my and god. I, I don't know. That's scary. That's so scary. Oof. Well, that's a road trip story for you guys. (laughs) Oh, man. I I guess, yeah. (laughs) Oof. That would ruin your... I wouldn't want to eat after that. (laughs) Yeah, it was was pretty crazy. We pulled over and all that stuff. We were just like, oh, my God. Mm. Like, we thought the the car was ruined, but it was fine. Oof. Oof. I've had a mattress fly over my car, like once driving in New Jersey. I was like, that was scary. Like, oof, my God. That happened. Oof, <laughs> my God. Uh, Veronica asks, this, who is your dream opponent or dream match? Um, I want to face uh, my trainer, Seth Rollins. Um, that would be, that would be amazing for me. That's, that's what I, that's what I want. Like that's that's my dream match above all all matches. Like to face him, uh, the person that like really gave me the keys to this and and uh, the tools to paint my own picture and all that stuff. To like go out there and and face him on a huge stage. Uh, and I'm sure it will happen uh, in my career. I know it will actually. And uh, yeah, I uh, that's my dream match for sure. 
That's awesome. Oof. I, I mean, it, it would have to be, I would think, definitely. So oh. you never know, right? Like, you never know. And I'm sure, because um, I've seen, uh, you know, like even like Tremont, like he's been on the podcast and we talked about this and knowing him and all the students that he's created. And, uh, you know, he wants to like wrestle his kids and all the kids that come on this podcast too, they say it. So I'm sure that will happen for you one day. It'll be oh, yeah. very exciting uh, for you guys. So, uh, David Russell, it's going to be the thing now because me and MLJ were talking about it the other day when we had on the podcast because he didn't really have a good road trip story. So, Dave, so he talked about hotel stories. So, David wants to know if you have any funny hotel stories to share. <laughs> uh, again, I don't know if I could say some of the stuff. <laughs> we're getting him in trouble. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're all just a bunch of ball busters <laughs> trying to have a good time, and sometimes it goes a little bit too far. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll keep it. We'll keep it PG again. I don't know. My when we were in Atlantic City, like a few months back or whatever, one of our friends fell asleep on the floor. He was messed up or whatever, and he didn't have any blankets or whatever. So I proceeded to take everything in the room: tables, chairs, napkin. Every, I buried them and then posted it on Snapchat and all that stuff. So I mean, that's a little. <laughs> It's whatever, but yeah, like I put everything on him, like you could ever imagine. There was like a mountain, but uh, that's that's really. It. We keep, <laughs> keep, I see how you guys are because I have a lot of friends, and I'll go into their rooms, and I'm like, my god, <laughs> like I'm so glad I'm not hanging out with you guys in here. <laughs> like the shenanigans uh, that yeah. goes into hotel rooms, especially in Atlantic City. It's it's exactly that. It's it's a lot of shenanigans. So. Um, really... <laughs> it's great though, but uh, that's that's funny. Um, do you, so, what are some things you like to do when you're not in the squared circle? Um, honestly, I don't really do shit. I lift weights. I so I love working out. A lot of people hate that shit. I I really do. Like, I just love working out. I've always been that way. Uh, like I said previously, like I don't I don't drink or smoke, so I don't really go out and party and. Uh, I don't like to like surround myself with that stuff because growing up where I'm from, uh, a lot of people do that. And, uh, I don't know. I try to escape that. So I really, I don't do shit. I, I go and I lift weights and then I come home, I watch Netflix. I, uh, I cook food. Like that's really it. Pretty simple. Oh, what's Uh, the best deal? What's the best dish that you like to cook? I'm not a good cook. (laughs) I like, I like to make, food for like just to like have but i'm not a good cook i mean i don't make a make a little chicken cutlet uh i don't know a little pasta or something like that but um yeah i'm not i'm not a good cook at all <laughs> I, I didn't, if i didn't have an air fryer when i went off to iowa if my mom didn't get me that thing i would have starved to death so yeah i think like, what is it the dinosaur chicken nuggets pretty much like... oh yeah that i definitely have some sweet baby rays Freaking uh, barbecue sauce, yeah. Dino nuts, it is. <laughs> I'm done. That's it. I'm dead. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so I have one final question for you. If you guys have any other questions, please feel free to drop them in the chat. Um, and I'm always trying to help out like fans. The fans always message me. Uh, you know, they listen to you know a lot of these interviews with a lot of wrestlers. So I always like to ask, um, you know, to pay it forward to them. <clears throat> to all inspiring and amateur wrestlers out there, what's a piece of advice that you would give them? Mm. Uh, cliche stuff, but work hard. Um, leave 
leave this better than when you found it. Uh, always respect everyone and try your hardest to actually make the product good. I feel like a lot of people feel like these days they feel like they're fans of it so they can do it. And that's not always the case. And it just makes the product kind of shitty because a lot of people don't take it serious enough. But um, I can speak for a lot of other people, but like the wrestlers that really are passionate about this and love this, like myself and many others, um, they want it, they want it to be all around good. And right now wrestling is um, it's amazing. Like there's, there's so many different things that you could do. It's not just one place. There's just so many different things. And, and you just, I'd really, really just say respect the business. And if you're going to do it, do it to the fullest and uh, don't half-ass shit. That's, that's all I can say. That's no, uh, great advice. I mean, we watched some people um, here, like they started training. Shout out to Sky. Uh, she's 18, and I love it that she finally she loves indie wrestling, and because of a lot of guys like you, that she was finally inspired, and now she started training. So I always love to oh. shout out here on the podcast. So big fan. Oh, yeah. um, no, that's it's it's great advice. Um, April wants to know what's your top five bands or artists on your workout playlist. A day to remember, always number one. They are the best band to ever live. I went to two of their concerts in one week last month. It was great. I I'm obsessed. I, I've I've seen them like eleven times. So a day to remember is number one. Um, I've been a state champs. They're from Albany, New York. Um, actually know some of those guys. So state champs is really good. Um, Point North. They're on the come up. They're really good. Uh, Bring me the horizons. Always a classic. And uh, Jeez, who else will we go with? Um, probably probably like sleeping with sirens or something like that. But um, yeah, I, I I love all those guys. So oh, that's so great. I made a day to remember. I can't go wrong with that. Love them. Love it. Absolutely love it. That. Um, so if you guys have any other questions, you could drop them. So, but let's talk about. I have uh, your merch here. So really cool design that uh we got here so maybe tell everybody a little bit about the inspiration behind it um you know that they could message you clearly to uh buy these from you personally yeah um yeah just everyone if uh if you're interested or anything like that you can dm me on instagram or anything like that uh those shirts everything on that shirt i have tattooed on me so uh yeah it's uh it's just a little design i came out with after the first shirt and uh stuff that i stand by stay true to yourself uh, I do not fear death more so life not lived uh, means go out there and and live your life like don't be scared just just live your life and, and do whatever you can to be happy and all that stuff and uh, the skeleton thing is just something that I got tattooed on me which has another personal meaning but uh, yeah if you if you're into it you like those designs and all that stuff hit me up on Instagram and I'll definitely get back to you is there any other shows coming up that you're booked that are out there yet or nothing? Yeah, this week I'm trying to uh, get all that stuff in line. I don't really have certain dates right now. Uh, I'm trying to figure out when the next hybrid show is. Um, got all the GCW things, trying to get that all situated. Um, I don't know. It's weird. I just moved back to the Northeast. So I'm, uh, I'm trying to get my schedule all all uh ironed out with all that stuff but uh yeah we'll see i'll definitely like post something on my instagram when i have dates and all that stuff coming up so 
Awesome, awesome. Book them, guys. Book them, all you promoters out there that, uh, you know, listen to us here on the No Holds Barred Network. But tell everybody where they could, like, find you if they want to, like, follow you and all that fun stuff. Um, at Conan Lichen on uh, Twitter. Uh, if you type in at Conan Lichen on Instagram, it's going to pop up Nikki Mariano, which is my real name. Yeah, I should probably change it, but I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Nikki Mariano, 44, uh, but at Conan Lichen for everything, and you'll find me. Awesome, awesome. All his links are in the description below, so if it's easier for you guys. so. But I think that's going to wrap everything up for us today. I can't thank you enough for coming, you know, hanging out with us, uh, chatting funny with the bear stuff and all the other fun stories. So that thanks, that was fun share. So <laughs> thanks for that so much. So, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you in the, in the future. We're going to like a, hopefully another hybrid show with like maybe like Atlantic city, if they come back over there and uh, you know, so if you guys could get down uh, to one of those shows, definitely go. Uh, go check it out or jcw gcw check those promotions out i mean and if you can't most of them are on youtube anyway so definitely go and i know a good cop bad cop said that he was gonna go check out that whole entire show of hybrid so thank you for that as well so uh with, with that being said guys so stay safe support independent wrestling and uh have a good night we'll talk to you guys soon bye